Bottoms, it's Monday. It's Monday. That means we have to crawl our way back up to the top of this week. But I'm here. I'm here with you to make this horrible Monday better. Or maybe you're having a great Monday. However you're feeling, I am so excited that you are tuned in this week. We have my new friend, Dash Turner, on the podcast. I saw him a few months ago um, auditioning for something. And I thought, this kid is so funny. I have to have him on the podcast. And he did not disappoint. He has this very funny tone and approach to his comedy. It's a real vibe. It's kind of a vibe of an episode. I think you'll like it. We get into having sex with a low libido and low libido hookups. And then also there's a skin shedding story. So kind of a mix of things happening. And then I'm heading to Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbus, Philadelphia, Minneapolis, and Pittsburgh. So go over to AshleyGavin.com and sign up for the text alert. It really, really helps me. And I'm about to give away that dinner date because we reached our marketing goal. So now I have to do that. So someone's going to win dinner with me. You have to be 18. And then as always, big push for the Patreon. We have a new staff member. We've moved into a studio and we're producing a special. So if you feel like donating that dollar, it really, really would help now. So patreon.com slash WHGS. And just a clarifying note, you get lots of perks in return and on your billing statement. Don't worry. It won't say gay sex on it. It'll just say Patreon. You don't have to explain to your partner what you're doing. You're just, you're just helping out a creator. Thank you. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I do feel like in general, me not having like the high libido has made me do things in the past where I'm like, I maybe shouldn't have done that. I like went on a date with a guy who lived like a little bit south of LA and despite being mixed, uh, I'm clearly very pale. So I sunburned like a motherfucker. We like hooked up, we were in his bed. I woke up at like 3 a.m., sat up in bed or whatever. And um, you know how snakes uh, shed, an, <laughs> shed like an exoskeleton during like molting season or whatever? Yeah. Oh no. So I molted. <gasps> I shed my exoskeleton. That was really good. Thank that you. was a really good air horn. Thank you. You're yeah. getting better. Good job. I'm on very little sleep. So this is going to be, this is, sometimes these are the best episodes. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the those. loopy doopy episodes. This will be the like greatest of all time kind of championship episode. Um, and thank you. Very good. Good work, Maddie. <laughs> thank you. Maddie's been practicing on the soundboard. I have. Can I talk about my week a little bit? Please. Because yeah. I have a, a, I'm really excited about this. The Liberty are, are going to the playoffs. And I'm, I'm super excited about it because I've never. And what sport is that? <laughs> oh. The lesbians oh. are upset. The New York City lesbians are upset right now, Maddie. So I became this year a season ticket holder to the WNBA New York Liberty. And oh, let's go. I went with my guy friend who is a lesbian. Oh, this should be yeah. the banter that I do up top. My friend Mark is a lesbian. Yeah. You want to hear something incredible? Mm -hmm. So the man loves female sports. He works in female sports. He's like a, a gym guy at a college. Mm. And he broke up with his girlfriend. It's really funny because we would go to the game every week and we'd sit next to each other and we'd be having deep emotional conversation until something like happened in the game. Mm -hmm. So he'd be like, I just feel like my girlfriend isn't listening to... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Zero to a thousand. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. And he and his girlfriend broke up and it was very sad. But then the next week, he's telling me about this woman 
who's taller than he is, and I think, and you, former professional <laughs> female athlete, and I think that's super wow. important to note. That's wow. awesome. He's telling me about this woman that he's really into, and he is like, she is so tall and so powerful and athletic, and I'm like, oh my god, Mark, you sound like such a lesbian <laughs> that you just got out of this relationship. And then I go away for like a month because I'm touring. I go on vacation. I come back. They've moved in together. The oh my god! Isn't that crazy? He's a, a male lesbian. A month is so fast, too. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a true U-Haul. Yeah. And I was joking. I was like, are you guys going to get a sperm donor? <laughs> <laughs> because he's just like, is that not the gayest shit you've ever heard in your entire life? That's literally so it's funny. deeply, deeply gay. Yeah. Also, I love that the characteristic of her was she's so tall. Yeah. No, but that's what he's into. He's into like, he loves the player and not in like a fetishy weird not way. Like, yeah. He's not like into like a dom or something. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't, I didn't ask him about that. <laughs> you were yeah. like, and so kind of jumping off that, how do you guys fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do you have tapes I can watch? <laughs> no, I mean, but he's just like, he's a better feminist than I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's much yeah. better. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's, okay, this just speaks to, this is bad. Because he's looking at the player's, not sexually, but I know, I know yeah. that if some seven foot woman approached him after a basketball game all sweaty, he'd be like, you had a triple double. Of course I'm fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm looking at those. I'm not looking at those players sexually. I'm looking at the women that are coming in for one game and sitting in the front celebrity row. And I don't know mm -hmm. how they got there and they're in their little skimpy outfits. And I'm mm -hmm. like, how did you get here? Those are the women that I'm looking at like, Bleh. I respect he's like that. he's like a better feminist. You're saying he's a merit-based fucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get that. He, he fucks off it. of work performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which exactly. sounds deeply problematic. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I, I do too. But I also I feel like he's blind to like the male gaze, and I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's what? almost less corrupted. He, he, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, trying so hard to process. We, we should say who you are. Just know we have a really. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with a great guest today, Dash Turner, writer on Rutherford, blah, 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 Rutherford Falls. Yeah. On Peacock. Yeah. I didn't even know that you were doing that. Yeah, I'm kind and, of low key. I did it from New York the whole time too, so it's just kind of here. If people don't know about the show, tell them about the show. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna look straight into the camera. So Rutherford Falls, I'm looking away from the camera now. Uh, is a Native <laughs> American sitcom starring Ed Helms, Jenna Schmeeting, Michael Gray Eyes, and it's about um, the kind of racial controversies uh, that take place in an upstate New York town regarding a statue. But then also, you know, uh, I came on board for season two, and it kind of pivots away from statue stuff. To more kind of you know, life stuff, more native stuff. We get super native. God bless. Ugh, I can't watch the show anymore if it's not statue stuff. Yeah, I I'm know how much you love I know. I really only watch statue-based shows. It's yeah. been a while, honestly. She just since... started watching TV, actually. <laughs> yeah, just this. Yeah. I finally, I finally got Hulu yeah. or mm -hmm. Peacock, rather. How long have you been doing comedy in New York? Yeah, so um, started <laughs> started. So in things New York. are going well. Things are going I mean, really things well. Things are going really well. You're on a Writers Guild uh, critically acclaimed show. Yes, I actually just got my WGA card too. It took a while. Oh, congratulations! I was gonna applaud when she said your name, and then I couldn't find the button. So that was a that. double applause. That's just, <laughs> that's two. No, but the W the WGA card is bigger because now you get paid like a fuck ton of money. Yeah, that's so sick. Kind of. Maybe, hopefully, but uh, you haven't got. They haven't paid you yet. No, I got paid, but I mean, just you know, in the future, going forward. I yeah. Uh, but what was the question? When did I start? So New York. I got to New York 2015. I've been doing comedy since then. But I did the whole like improv. And How do we sketch not thing. know each other? I don't. I feel like we've passed. You know. You know the ships that pass in the night, like metaphor. Yes. We probably passed as ships hundreds of times. Yeah. And just didn't. Clock we started time. exactly at the same time Love in the same city. Well, let's. I think we're bantered. Oh, someone wrote in, Colin, my Mormon, my Mormon fan, thank, Exmo. Thank you, Colin, for Exmo. writing. For those of you who are really deep in my TikTok, this is the Exmo from the the show um, that the viral video. Um, Colin, Colin wrote in and said we should call the first fifteen minutes of the podcast a pun on foreplay, like pod play or four pod. Mm. 
four four pod sounds like four pod. four pod sounds like the like the um the cryo chamber of like a yeah. spaceship that's taking you to Mars like the yeah. four pod where yes. like the astronauts sleep for two hundred years yeah and one of them like woke up early from the four pod and now she's walking around stuck. yeah now she's gonna die on the spaceship alone yeah I like pod play though pod play we pod can call pod. if you got if listener write in if you something better anyway oh can I pitch mine pitchers first base. And call it first base. Is first base considered foreplay though? I don't know. I don't know. Or is that just sex? I think everything is sex. Is sex or foreplay or yeah. both? Mm. I don't really know. Yeah. Um. But we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with with Dash Turner today. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Fancy Thrilled fancy writer here. in the guild, comedian. And uh, I'm, I'm. We're gonna introduce ourselves, which we should have done 20 minutes ago. I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman. She her pronouns. I think this will probably be coming around when I'm coming to Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Ohio. We've got Irvine in November, Minneapolis. I don't know. I don't know. Then, as always, the Virgin Hall Monitor <laughs> to keep me from getting canceled, wearing their pocket protector to protect my <laughs> pussy. Yeah. It's Maddie Wiener. Hello. I'm Maddie Wiener. She, they, bisexual, genders, and uh, figuring it out. And are I, you still a virgin this week? I am still a virgin this week. Okay. Week four. No gay sex I yet. Think, oh, being God. A virgin. We're keeping track. Oh, yeah. yeah we're still keeping a virgin. Track. I didn't get any pussy. <laughs> I'm working on it. I want to like apologize to you every time I have a fuck. You should. Okay. What's your what's your excuse? That's week? almost sex in and of itself. But <laughs> <laughs> what's your this could be a fun some of the, one of my favorite things with the host is coming up with like a weekly thing. What's your excuse this week, you virgin? <laughs> what is the excuse? My excuse this, this week, week is I finally recharged my rose suction toy. And I was like, I don't, I could be the last person on earth and I would die happy. Wait, question? Yeah. Rose suction toy? Do you just like put it on the out, like what? It's like a- It's a clit sucker. It's a, <gasps> yeah, it's a clit sucker. I don't really know what a vagina looks like or is. Have you I'm, seen one? I've, I've seen them as kind of like a bit, but I love that. <laughs> I love that you can just suck the clit. That's amazing. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. keep going. It's a, it's a huge for a lot of- uh, people evolve us because that's the oh do you see what I did there? That's you. <laughs> congratulations, just congratulations. I actually sorry. Let's bring in the choir, the celebratory <laughs> choir. <laughs> Ashley has a. <laughs> I'm appropriate for one second. We bring in like the gay men's choir. What what do they call themselves? What are the game? I'm looking at you. I think it is the gay men's choir. The gay men's choir. There's a Sacramento gay men's choir, and they call themselves the gay men's choir. Um, I think I think that's what they're called, right? I wonder how we book them. Or do, you could book an acapella group, and that's effectively a gay men's choir. <laughs> a closeted gay men's yes. choir. Um, but yeah, I know. I, the, the thing that'll cancel me is not saying the right thing. It's congratulating myself. It's you myself. being like, that was really big for me. It was. It was huge. <laughs> I nailed it so yeah. so fluently and so fluidly. Yeah, hubris. What am I talking yeah, Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? Clit sucking. Clit sucking. It's big because a lot of people, if you are having trouble coming, first of all, Check out Remy Casimir's How Come podcast. Great resources there. But a lot of people, that's the only way that they can come. Nice. But it also can be too much at first. It can be too much. Right. A cautionary tale. (laughs) It sounds like you maybe have a personal story about this or no? Well, if you do it wrong, it hurts. Nobody tells you that. Everyone on Twitter was like, this is the best fucking thing in the world. And I was like, I think my pussy's broken. And then, but you got to ease into it. I didn't know. I just went like a jackhammer. Yeah. Well, you, I, I, I understand the impulse. Yeah. Because you get this thing and you're like, this is what's going to work for me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, These and culture cool. valorizes like going in, in the deep end, like jumping into the deep end, you know? Does that make sense? It's so funny to me as a vibrator, me, me with a vibrator for any part of the commentary in that to be, well, culture valorizes. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my God, it was so much more symbolic than I realized. The thing is, it's not you. It's our society telling you to absolutely <laughs> obliterate your clits. Yeah. Accliterate yourself. <laughs> Just um, maimed down there. Yeah. I love that. And do you mind introducing yourself with your pronouns and anything? That- yes. Yeah. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Dash Turner. He, him, uh, gay, uh, native, but not two spirit. Twist. Does, do people know? What- Is that a twist? Yes. I, you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> Respect. I didn't so, even know whether or not to laugh. Yeah, because you're from New York City, which doesn't have a ton of natives. So basically, I feel like people hear somebody's native and they're like LGBT and they're like, you're two spirit. Like you're spiritual. Right, because mm. two sp- now, you, you know what? I'm going to butcher it. 
So to because my, un- you my understanding is two spirit is like uh like a gender androgynous type of yeah. deal. Yeah, it's like more of a gender thing than a sexuality thing. Yeah, kind of, but it de- it describes like a million different like tribal terms or like encompasses all of them and it's like it's to the point where like it means almost nothing. So like. <laughs> Like, cause it's like great. It, so it's falls under the LGBTQ blanket <laughs> that gay queer can mean whatever we want it to mean. Yes, in that way, kind of. Yeah, it's like my tribe. It's like, you know, it almost feels like more of a job than anything because <laughs> it's like an unpaid internship almost. <laughs> it's like oh, okay, like way back when. So folks, essentially, what Maddie's doing over <laughs> here. Yes, exactly, exactly. It was kind of like you know, you had certain like responsibilities and like roles. Um, both like in your village. Were they gay ass roles? Were they like performance and like yeah? It was like also, but like building porches. Yeah, (laughs) it's like both sides of the queer. Yeah, making ice cream in like a bathtub. Is that a gay thing? I just kind of assume that's like a lesbian thing. Is that not? I have no idea what you're referring to, but it just sounded like something some queer person named Kiosk in Brooklyn is doing. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly. Um, what was I saying? Two spirit. Two spirit. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back there. Um, yeah. It was just kind of like a job. They like were sp- very spiritual, like kind of, I don't want to say spiritual advisors, but they were kind of like the people you go to for shit. So if, if natives did queer eye. Yeah. But not at all. But, but I like that. But I like the idea of like a spiritual, a queer, a queer coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could be sick. I do think I've been working on a joke about this. And so I'm going to use your experience. I'm going to take it and I'm going to make it my experience. I'm going to appropriate it in a way for my that. joke. I give you permission. Thank you very much. Yeah. The, you're like so clearly describing a thing that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny because the way you were saying it sounded like you were trying to make it sound like it was good somehow. But you're like, oh, no, no, so no. what I am going to do is I'm going to take it. Yes, yeah. And I was like, am I missing that, something? That was the bit. <laughs> the bit was that I was doubling down on how bad this was about to be. But still with very corporate speak oh thank you i appreciate <laughs> yeah, it yeah. i mean that's when you're doing something bad you gotta use corporate speak. absolutely mm-hmm. so i i have this theory about queers on television that they have to be coaching you in order to get them on tv it has to be like the best friend who's giving you the hard advice mm-hmm. you know what i mean in something narrative or if it's in reality it has to be someone who's like on like on the fray hovering above giving advice as an outsider you know what i mean Question. Yeah. Did you ever watch the OC? I love the OC because I wanted to fuck what's her face? Marissa. <laughs> Marissa. Yeah. yeah, Marissa, yeah. Oh wait, so how does Luke's gay dad from season one fit into that paradigm? Luke's gay dad. Do you remember at the dealership when he's like making out wow, with the other you, guy? You reached so deep to find an example to throw me off with. I can't believe you even found that. I'm going to undermine you. Honestly, that was just, where's the ding? That was incredible. 500 points. Okay. Another, a use of gays in drama is just to cause drama. So smart. You really, you improved a perfect explanation. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love that. Challenging on it. Yeah. But that's, I was just reminded of that as you were explaining the two spirit stuff. I'm not saying that all, two-spirit people or whatever are um, on Queer Eye. Yeah, but people really do turn to, like, natives for kind of education. Yeah. They, like, like if you do, like, a native show, they're going to be like, I learned so much there. And it's like, <laughs> all we talked about was, like, anal. <laughs> like, what did you learn? I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, thanks for being here. Let's get into it. Gay sex. Did I have gay sex this? Oh, yeah, I had. I had gay sex this week. I'm not sure whether or not I want to talk about this story yet. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about this story. I had a doozy of a weekend. Well, let you tell me, do you want something where you can be petty or do you want something sincere? You mean a story from you? Yeah. I kind of like petty. All right, let's go petty. But is there a chance the person who this is about will listen to it? Absolutely. Okay. There's then do always, petty. I don't, <laughs> I I don't have a life any, I don't have that luxury anymore. Yeah. True. Yeah. Where you can do like things anonymously. Yeah. I think, I think people just probably will listen. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do my best to hide the identity of this person as possible. So if you're picking up on who this is, don't. My lips are sealed. Thank you. You little hall monitor bitch. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Don't tattle on me. Okay. Can you text me the name? No more. (laughs) I met someone while I was on the road. In Sacramento? I'm not saying where. Okay. 
and we hit it off. And I will say for reference that this is not something I've done in a really long time. But one time, my ex, actually, who is a wonderful human being, and it was a very amicable breakup, when it was pre-podcast and when I met her, we had one date and we really hit it off, but we lived in different places. We talked on the phone a few times and I was like, fuck it. Like, do you want to come for the weekend? And if it doesn't work, you can stay with one of your friends because she had all these friends in the area. She was like, yes, let's do that. And let's like be open and communicate if it doesn't work. And we had a great weekend together. So that's like my experience with moving too quickly in a relationship. Okay. Positive experience. Mm -hmm. I basically make the same offer to this girl because we hit it off. You know what I mean? We had a great time Mm -hmm. and we had been talking on the phone late into the evening. We had phone sex. Like, like on the phone. Yeah. That's so vintage. I love that. Do you have FaceTime sex? I I don't do any of that. (laughs) I've had FaceTime sex. Rare example here where I've actually done something. And (laughs) oh my God. That is Thank you. Oh my God, she's had sex before. We are so proud of you. I want yeah, you to we know. are very proud of you. Good work. Thank you, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> wow, what a weird scenario where my mom and dad would be telling me that. Disgusting. Um, I think it's great that you've had phone sex, honey. <laughs> We've always wanted that for you. Yes. It's safe. Your mother and I are so- The safest sex that you can have. Keep having it. Is, <laughs> But it's clunky. Phone is better than yeah, FaceTime. Better. FaceTime is like you have to prop it up on a wall. It's like not good. Yeah. Also, like, what do you want to show? I don't know. Yeah, there's like a, you have to just think a lot more. Whereas when it's just voice. You have to look at yourself too. Yeah, and you have to look at yourself. Yeah, it's sex where you see yourself. Yeah, no. Ugh. Yeah, I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Yeah, it's like Because I think some of Gen Z, I don't know, you tell me, they're really into FaceTime sexting and sex and stuff like that. I think I could never. I did it once when I was long distance and I was like, this sucks. The imagination is such a huge part of long distance sex stuff. Like you Mm. want there to be a lot of imagination involved. Yeah. And the phone is so intimate. So we have phone sex. And I'm like, look, why don't you come to New York? It'll be fun. And if it's not, she was like, I'll, I'll like hang out with my friends or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, great. You guys talked about the backup plan. No, because you got to look, you got to have if you're going to move that quickly into a weekend with someone, mm-hmm. you got to have a contingency plan. You yeah. can't just be like, hey, and then we'll just hang out in my apartment if it's weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. She wasn't like immediately buying the ticket. And I wasn't sure if it was like because she was hesitant or if because she wanted me to pay. But I was like, look, I'll split the ticket with you. Like, I, I didn't understand what was going on, but there was a lot of hesitant hesitancy. And then finally I heard when she was coming, when she was arriving, all the, the whole thing. And I was like, cool. So she arrives. First of all, she's like, hey, I'm going to try and stay up the whole bus ride here. I was like, I don't think that you should do that. I think you should sleep on the bus. Mm-hmm. But she's like deeply committed to not sleeping on the bus. And then she gets here and she's like, I'm so tired. And I was like, well, yeah, you just took a six hour bus ride or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I offered her to nap. She refuses to nap. She's like, no, I don't like napping. And I was like, okay, <laughs> then don't Is- nap. I was like, I'll nap with you. And she was like, no, I don't want to nap. This is when I was like, oh, no. Like, she's uncomfortable or something's weird or... Something is... Yeah. Don't you think that's a little odd? Yeah. Who's afraid to sleep on a bus? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that, that guy did get beheaded a while ago on a bus. But aside from that, it's pretty much safe. I'd rather sleep through that. <laughs> <laughs> I would sleep through getting beheaded, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be awake for the beheading or not? No. Yeah, so she 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 won't sleep. And then I'm like, she's like a baby. <laughs> we can't get her down. She doesn't stay down for more than two hours. <laughs> she wouldn't feed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was just like really strange. And so she was obviously in a strange mood. So I wasn't taking, I was just like, she's just tired. I'm like, okay, I'll show her my neighborhood. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if you guys can see the Brooklyn Bridge is right there. Mm-hmm. I, the light is beautiful. It's a beautiful weekend. I like take her out to see the Brooklyn Bridge. It's one of those scenarios where you're like, I don't want to criticize this person. But, but they're a fucking freak bit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you're like, this This doesn't feel normal. I, I took her out to say, and I was like, what do you think? And, and she just had no reaction. And then I started reflecting on myself. And I was like, well, what did you expect from her? Like, you asshole. Like, not everyone has to react. To, I mean, oh, you think you're such a hero for bringing her to see the Brooklyn? Now I'm spinning. You know what I mean? She's just like, seemed 
so cold and distant. And then the same thing at dinner. I, I brought her to my favorite Chinese place. Like, she, she just didn't seem to be enjoying herself at all. Was she, like, visibly sleep-deprived during this or no? So that's what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, it's probably just asleep. Maybe she's uncomfortable. That's so bizarre, though, because it's like, it seems like this weird thing of, like, well, you're in a weird spot, but also you came up here and really went out of your way to, like, go on this trip. Yeah. So I'm trying not to pressure her or make her feel strange. I don't want her to feel alone in New York City. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. So then I... I start to plant the seeds of like, I need to come up with some kind of contingency plan here Mm. because I don't feel comfortable having someone feel uncomfortable around me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they're really culpable too. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like if I behead her. Yes. (laughs) But that's like a nice responsible way to do it is like, okay, even if she's not saying anything, I'm picking up on this. So I'm going to like acknowledge that you're uncomfortable and try to do something about it. Very good hall monitoring. So I go, I'm like, Oh, uh, where do you, what neighborhood do your friends live in? Because she said she had friends. I was, you know, I was just, and she's like, oh, well, they're on Long Island. And I was like, okay, no friends in the city. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So now my alarm is fully going off. Love that. Because I think it was a little bit of a white lie. That that she had friends at all in the city? (laughs) (laughs) There's no friends in Long Island either. There's no no friends yeah. this girl does not have friends she lives a life of solitude <laughs> yeah. in the mountains yeah, yeah right she's, but i don't you think she's like oh i go because the way she had expressed it to me you know she knew all these places in the city she comes here all the time she has all these friends here that's she's, so bizarre yeah did she did you say anything to her of like hey you seem uncomfortable what's going on your vibe is atrocious right <laughs> now. <laughs> well that's the thing is like when you're in that situation it can be really hard not to blame yourself. I, I didn't know. Well, I, it's hard, especially if they didn't do anything specific. It was just like you said, like your vibe is atrocious. The vibe was atrocious. It's like, what, what, what did I do something? And it's like, no, it's just like the fiber of your being and the like energy <laughs> you're radiating. It's kind of almost sub perceptual, but I feel it in my bones. Oh my God, you guys. And it permeates your core. So it's like yeah. everything you are. <laughs> but that's how bad the vibe was. But you're so right. She didn't do anything wrong because she really wasn't doing anything. You know oh what I mean? God. It was one of those things where you're like, did we ever have chemistry? Did I hallucinate this whole? Wait, so what happened? Did you sleep, spend the night at your place? Here's, here's the other. Here's the part that I should have led with. So it was so strained between us that when she got here, we were hanging out and I didn't, I didn't kiss her all day. It's so funny. You talk about like <laughs> lesbians moving fast. You were like, so we meet up for our first date and we're already not sleeping together anymore. The marriage is on the rocks. It's like your first date like was a divorce. <laughs> we had fully so U-hauled and ended it before we even U-hauled. <laughs> That's so funny. Honestly, wait till you hear the rest of it because it's so accurate. But when, because when, by the time she got here, we had run out of things to talk, up, talk about because it was so strained. And one of the things she said to me, she turned to me. And I think she was just super anxious and she goes, tell me something random like that you wouldn't otherwise say or tell anybody. She said that to me. And so I said, yeah, I can't do that. That's oh an impossible God. prompt. I, I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're like. I was like, I, I, cause I'm the whole day I'm trying to make conversation with her mm-hmm. and like, can't do it. And I don't know if you can tell. I have a little bit of a reputation for being good at talking to people. Yeah. You know what You're I an mean? an extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's my job and I yeah. talk with people on stage and as mean as I seem, like I'm actually pretty empathetic and trying to read them. Yeah. I talk to people here mm-hmm. and I pride myself. I love talking to people. I love interviewing people and I'm like talking to her all day, but yeah. And <laughs> then she asked me that question. I was like, are we going to do a trust fall? Like what is oh this camp? God. Like, is that an icebreaker question? So she comes to some shows. I don't know whether or not she had a good time. I couldn't tell you if she had a good time at all. <laughs> Just no reaction. I mean, like, totally. I, I, I have no idea. And did you, you like, lock something. eyes with her mid-set? Like, did you, like, kind of watch her? No. Honestly, okay. and it was one of the few times where I was not nervous to be performing in front of a woman I was interested in. Yeah. Because I was like, she's just really sad, and so I, I just, <laughs> I'm just going to do my set the it's way I... It's a lost cause. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you guys have been listening for a long time, you know I rarely speak negatively about people, and I want to be clear. I'm not judging. I think something happened. 
Like, I don't know. Well, actually, I, I do semi know what sort of happened. But then. The bus crashed like six times on the route. Bus- <laughs> yeah. She was traumatized. Right, exactly. She's going through PTSD. Yeah. She just didn't tell me. <laughs> Every time she shuts her eyes, it's like the bus flipped over, <laughs> like, flying off a bridge. It's like, what happened? Listener, write in what happened to this woman on the way here. Oh, my God. That it was so different before and after the first time we met. But then the next morning, I took her to my favorite brunch spot. <laughs> just massive L on the brunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just again, it again, had not gotten better I just with sleep. don't know whether it feels weird because like, am I being selfish that I'm looking for for her to have joy? You know what I mean? That's the weird voice that plays. But it's like, in of my course, head. you want the date to go well. Yeah, it's like you're on like a three day long date. And and, I, and so scary a three day long date. Yeah, I, it's quite the commitment. I love you, people, for your yeah. brain, brain <laughs> launching straight into a three day date. I will I will say there were also some other things that were clearly like signs of anxiety. She was really obsessed with the schedule. She was like, what are we doing? When are we having this? When are we going to bed? I was like, mm. oh, man, I don't know. Like, we're just doing a new year. It was weird because I didn't want to throw it back on her. I didn't want to be like, why are you so obsessed but, with the time? But I but also a- was like a little startled by it. Well, and it's hard not to because it's like that obviously has nothing to do with you. It seems like you did nothing wrong and she came in with caring and energy from something else. And then it's like it's hard not to be like. Hey, can we talk about what the fuck is clearly going on with you? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Because like I'm, we're doing bridges, we're doing Chinese food, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We, not we that got she the like comedy show, like yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems like she was like I don't know, going through something. Yeah. So then finally after brunch, I need to go get. I'm going to this wedding, so I had to go buy things for the wedding, and I'm I'm already a little anxious when it comes to like dressing up for something. So bringing her along to like buy some of the stuff for the wedding was I was now getting anxious myself, and so on the train ride up, I was like, hey, like. I really tried not to put it on her. I was like, I'm sensing that maybe this is not working out the way that we thought this would work out. Mm. And she said to me, yeah, you know, last night I was looking up other places to stay. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, did I do something wrong? And she was like, no, I I just like I'm really anxious. And I was like, okay, so this date in my mind, I'm like, this is done. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is done. Yeah. Right? You have to. Well, and if you're really, really anxious, it's like, I mean, as someone who I've had anxiety my whole life, you just want to crawl away and not do anything. It's like a, a real, yeah. Can I say something, actually? She was looking at places to stay. This is New York. There's a million places to stay. She yeah. could have so easily just walked to, like, you know, a Ramada, a La Quinta. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why she stayed, but I ended up just paying for her hotel. And uh, because oh my I was god, like, that's so sweet. I was just like, I don't want you to. Did you do a super cheap one? You should have done the La Quinta. That's like under JFK. Under JFK. Under JFK. <laughs> just traumatized her even more. Yeah, exactly. Put her in a bunker. I. <laughs> but you know what? I will be honest and say, before I met her, I had booked this vacation with another woman who's sort of main main right now, and who sort of what my. <laughs> Yes, that's fair. Main, main. Main, main. Main, main, main. My main, my main. Main, squeeze. main. God. Okay, I just got that. This is a. Uh, We're back. I, um, people hate the term main, main, and when I use it, and uh, is it a term or is it just a thing that you say? It's sort of a. I mean, I guess that's a term, but is it a it, it, term? It comes from. It comes from a <laughs> radio. Yes. Yeah. No, do it. I. It comes from like the radio edits when, like, in a song. They'll be like, that's my main bitch. And I would never call anybody that. So I use the radio edit of main main. (laughs) That's smart, though. Thank you. I love that. That's the. Okay. And uh, so I'm going on this little trip with main main. And I had mentioned I was going on a trip. And she was like, who are you going on this trip with? And I was like, oh, honestly, I'm going with main main. I'm sorry to tell you that. But she was like, no, I'm not looking for a relationship. That's totally fine that you're going with main Mm. main. Go with main main. And then it sounds like you're talking about like a panda. <laughs> I'm going with my panda. <laughs> Stole that bitch from a zoo. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna get into the. Okay, but we'll keep going. Yeah. So then, when she was like, "I'm just anxious," when I probed a little bit more, she was like, "The whole trip with Maine Maine really threw me off." And I was like, that was like, that was weeks ago. And that is yeah. why she had the hesitancy, I think, of buying the ticket. Mm. And that's when I should have called the whole thing. Mm. I should have immediately just followed my gut and been like, it seems like you're anxious buying this ticket. What did I, did I, do you think I'm going to get canceled for this? Like, I don't. No. 
She also might not listen. Yeah. She will. If you're listening or watching, bitch, um, I'm on your side, queen. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Is yeah. that fun if we're both on her side? I think we are. Um, No, yeah, be on her side. I mean, I mean I, was there a lesson to learn here other than... Speaking as someone from the virgin community, well, I, just I don't know. No, not that this person is a virgin either, but like that I'm someone who like I would get thrown by that too. So I understand where she's coming from. I don't think you did anything wrong. I just think it's like understandable that somebody would be like. I also think it's understandable. Like I, I don't know why she then came and visited me. But sometimes you're trying. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, this would be fun. I'll like try to do it anyway. Yeah. Like I've been there. I don't think it's. I mean, like I don't think you did anything wrong by being like are you put her up in a hotel yeah and and to be fair we had a solid exchange at the end of it at the end of it she was like i'm sorry i didn't work out thanks for doing the whole thing like i apologize for coming in with such anxious energy and i was like no i'm i'm sorry we weren't as compatible because i do i do think there is a compatibility element here Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. if we had been more compatible i think the anxiety would have been more easily assuaged 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 Never heard that word Aswaged. in my life. A swaggy. A swagged. <laughs> um, but, but that's my gay sex from this week. <laughs> sounds like, yeah, so sounds really depressing. full I, I gotta yeah. be honest. I had a, it was a really hard weekend. Took a lot of emotional energy. Pretty solid communication though. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, your problem solving skills on fleek. Thank you so much. I really appreciate And then, you know what? She left and I played Zelda and I felt a lot better. Which one? The new one? Breath new of the Wild. Love. Yeah. Classic. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads of loan. Me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city. Um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, don't miss me when I'm in your city. I'm touring 25 cities this year, and the best way to hear about it is via one text or email a year from me, AshleyGavin.com. You can go sign up, and it enters you to win free tickets or even dinner with me anywhere in the U.S. as long as you are over 18 and in the continental U.S., um, I have an international mailing list, too, for when I start touring Canada and Europe and Australia and stuff like that. AshleyGavin.com. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air. And that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day. And then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to HelixSleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dash, did you have gay sex this week? Ew, no. Can you imagine? (laughs) Ew. I'm in my no libido era right now. I go through eras of having a libido or not. Right now, ever since the pandemic happened, I was like, wait, I actually, like, don't want to have sex. And so I just don't. It's amazing. But I used to have a lot. When- I think soon I'll be back in an era of wanting it again. But I don't know. I feel like there's just a biological, like I have like a weird gene or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. What like is the level of like, what are we talking about in terms of your circadian, your circumbian? Yeah, circumbian. Circumbian, yeah, rhythm. Yeah. What is the cycle? 
it really depends. Sometimes I go like months or like weeks or years. I don't know. It just kind of turns off. So years? Right now, I yeah. relate to that very heavily. I've gone two years without having sex before. Yeah. I thought you were a virgin. So like, well, gay no, virgin. I'm gay virgin. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just thought I had never touched totally. another human being. I was like, this is so grown <laughs> and cool. Well, and if you are a virgin, pop off, bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I go on dates sometimes and I'm like, this was fun, but I really would, I don't know. When you're like in no sex era, yeah. do you, have you picked up any like, hobbies or done any like fun <laughs> stuff with the extra time yeah what are your hobbies maddie um i make custom handmade rugs and i bought a stamp collection <gasps> do you want to make a we're having gay sex rug for the, for the i studio? would love to do that oh my god let's that'd be so some, fun let's make some yeah. we're having gay <laughs> can you imagine if we had a big ass rug that just said gay sex on yeah. it that would be incredible oh my god maddie please oh my god. please will you make a rug okay for we're us? gonna keep updating on this because i'm gonna work on this i'm so excited rug. yeah shag i love it gorgeous listener write in what do you want to see on the we're having gay sex rug come it literally can be yeah. as graphic as that you want purely for me now <laughs> the two the two real men in the room <laughs> we're cracking up at the come joke oh my god as a call of duty veteran bitch i'm the real <laughs> which call of duty did you play so i played uh all of them for a little while i stopped when black o like black ops came I out. i did not like black ops yeah wait, but i was also, modern warfare i i, I yeah. bro i had a whole little clan of 12 year old boys that i played with mm -hmm. we had our own little group gabe gabe if you're out there <laughs> gabe, King, what's yeah. up gabe <laughs> i so get this i actually still play a lot actually on what platform Not a lot a lot um i'm actually on pc now PC and but I started Xbox, which was really groundbreaking for me as a gay man because that's like not an LGBT <laughs> platform at all. Like the, the, the queers go to Nintendo, and failing that they'll go to PlayStation as a backup. Yeah, I was on PlayStation. Xbox, I'm a fucking um, who's that bitch who climbed Everest for the first time? <laughs> I'm that, or I'm like the free solo guy. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just looking at this. I'm picturing the stats in my mind right now. The line of the people, the lesbians who came to listen to have we're having, <laughs> and, and we're, like, we're like, oh, you play on PC? That's so cool, dude. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I put it back. Wait, Do you have the Alienware keyboard that lights up when you type on it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking actually, of virgin behavior, keyboard, though, to be clear. Wait, what? And it's a soft. It's a. Uh, I used. So a mechanical keyboard is better than most keyboards. Like most keyboards. Wow, are we are really. Wait, this is. I'm relating to you so hard because this is You're also when it, this is the time that I've spent like not having sex. I've gotten really into mechanical custom <laughs> keyboard caps. Yes. Wait. Okay. Wait. Which ones? <laughs> I have a. Tr okay. I'm like. <laughs> wait. What's your board right now? What's, what's your main? Your wait, I don't right have now? one, but I've, I really want to get the okay. um the, the ceramic caps. Have you seen those on YouTube? I'm familiar. ASMR. I've never used them. I only have like a. I have a chalk colorway. Which I just. Is I want to be clear that I've had gay sex this week. I'm smashing puss at an alarming rate. Just for everybody who's concerned about you the know. future of this podcast. Yeah. And, and gay sex in the past. So think about that, bitch. Sorry, keep going. And I have done neither. I have no excuse for my behavior. <laughs> I'm simply really Whoa. into trinkets. The only and rug that you're Etsy getting shops. is the one you're making. <laughs> um, but anyway, going back to your libido, your circumbian rhythm. Yeah. Even when I'm like high libido, though, it's still, I think it's like, I have like moderate libido when I, does that make sense? Like most people are up here, so when they have moderate libido, that's my high libido. Mm. So even when like, I feel like 90% of the time when I'm like hooking up with a guy, it's like, I like him for sure. I like his personality. But in terms of like the core, like motivation, I feel like other people are sent, like feeling something I typically don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Do you think it's the type of thing where it's an attraction thing where if you really connect with someone, maybe, you know, it, maybe you're intellectually attracted to them or whatever, or do you? Oh, is that fully sapio sexual? Sapio or yeah. demi or whatever. I was going to say demi is like when you're, uh, maybe wrong, but isn't demi sexual? Look out, hall monitor. Uh, but, 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 someone will correct us. Well, because, but isn't it when you are like, you experience sexual attraction, but it's sort of contingent on like some emotional or romantic connection. Yes. And I will say, I, I think that I might be that, which is super embarrassing. I think I am that too. I think be that's like a lot of people. Yeah. I'm probably most yeah. people. I would say, yeah, the majority of because yeah. this, this <laughs> woman that came to visit me, truly stunning, beautiful. Once the anxiety started, my attraction level started going down too. Yeah. And then, it, it it was very interesting. It was very interesting that it that it just flipped like that. 
But anyway. Yeah, but I do feel like in general, me not having like the high libido has made me do things in the past where I'm like, I maybe shouldn't have done that. Actually, I have a story about this now. Okay. So one time I was living in LA like a long time ago, uh, just for like a summer in college or whatever. And I like went on a date with a guy who lived like a little bit south of LA. And I, by the way, um, despite being mixed, uh, I'm clearly very pale. So I sunburn like a motherfucker. I had bubbled a little bit for this. Um, and that'll be relevant later on in the story. So uh, we like <laughs> went to his apartment or we like went on the beach. I think we like maybe did like hand stuff on the beach a little bit on like one of the lifeguard stations. Nice. Amazing. Hot in theory. But a lot of sand. Which is actually <laughs> Was it during the day? Hot. Nighttime. Nighttime. Yeah. Super I love hot. a. I, I've had a nighttime. I should tell that story one day. A nighttime yeah. lifeguard chair experience. I'll, yeah, I'll just write it to you. Yeah. Just writing you fanfic. Yeah, you should do like a letter, like a physical letter. Uh, yeah, I'll get a quill. Bitch. Oh carrier pigeon love, it over to you. I love quills. I love carrier pigeons. So for sure make that happen. <laughs> um, we like were kind of like, I think vaguely doing hand stuff. He was like, we should go back to my apartment, which is a legal place to do this. And I was like, totally. Um, I was also, we were like fucked up at this point. Or I was. Drink. Also smoke. Anyway, so we were in his apartment. We, like, hooked up. We were in his bed. I was kind of not super into it. Not because of him at all, but just because, like, I just don't have a super high libido. I woke up at, like, 2.30 or, like, 3 a.m., like, 3 a.m.-ish. And I did kind of, like, you know, in sit-up, the perfect form is to, like, have a straight torso. Mm -hmm. So I did a perfect crunch or perfect sit-up, <laughs> sat up in bed or whatever, and um, you know how snakes uh, shed an, <laughs> shed like an exoskeleton during like molting season or yeah. whatever. Oh no! So I molted. <gasps> I shed my exoskeleton. Oh my god! Of skin from In the, the sunburn. Chekhov's gun. That was a Chekhov's gun situation. <laughs> with the sunburn um so i shed all of it in the bed it was really like i turned around and looked and it was like like clearly a human body had like molted it was like in the shape of a man you, you were know? like oh i'm in good shape yeah i was like damn <laughs> was it flaky or was it like one sheet you could have picked up yeah it was a little bit piecier than that but it still was very much like i'm leaving dead skin in this guy's sheets and i don't know what to do and i don't want to deal with it obviously it's very yeah. difficult to collect your dead skin super flaky what do oh you put God. it in? You don't have a Ziploc bag with you. Yeah. You can't throw it in a backpack. Yeah. Nobody Fuck everything up. You. Nobody tells you how to deal with your exoskeleton. Listener, right in. What do you do with your dead flaky skin when you leave it on a partner's bed? Do you bring something for that? Let yeah. us know. And should I have said something or apologized in any way? Kind of weigh in here. Feel free to slide into my DMs. I'll check them all. Um, so anyway, he was like half awake. I was like, I'm going to peace out. And he was like, no problem. And then I left, um, like went to the parking garage, drove back to LA, got home at like four. Um, the next day at like 9am, I get a text from him that's like, Hey, did you know, did you notice where my car was when you left? I was like, why? I like didn't reply. Cause also I was asleep at that point. Cause I had like just gone to bed. Anyway, yeah. So then an hour later, I get another text. That's like, my car was stolen. <gasps> I'm like, so glad you didn't do it because your your DNA is all over the apartment. <laughs> you don't know that I didn't do it, bitch. I could have been leaving some shit out. Uh, anyway, I like don't respond. And at that point, I am awake and I'm like, is he accusing me? Right. It is a little bit of a weird series of texts. Do you know where my car is? My car yeah. was stolen. And then a couple hours later, he's like, never mind. They found it. Thank you, OnStar. <laughs> And I'm like, is was this whole thing an ad? Like, was I set up in, like, a bizarre long con as, like, an OnStar advertisement? Evidently, I did go on another date with him later, or several more dates later. Um, somebody had fully stolen his car, I think, when I was in his bed. Because I don't think I actually saw his car in the parking garage. Anyway, oh, wow. Oh my and they drove his car, like, two blocks and then, like, left it, like, on a curb. He was like, they took the change. They took the change? Yeah. Huge risk to reward ratio yeah. there yeah get charged with stealing a car or 75 cents <laughs> that is such a weird quite a few mysteries going on today yeah what what was going on with this girl why did that guy steal that car we need scooby and the gang here stat <laughs> to work this shit out absolutely and something with scooby-doo and like you know how they're always like pulling the mask off the bad guy they're pulling the <laughs> dead skin off of you <laughs> oh and it's 
Still dash. It was dash <laughs> the whole time. And he's looking inflamed. Yeah. Very real. And you and you mentioned this at the top with your libido. You were saying you had sex with this guy mostly because I can tell you have a lot of disdain for him as you talk about him. Really? You're like I actually, this guy has got he was, a stupid car stolen. I he was totally if you're listening, brother, you were totally fine. He was totally fine. I was just kind of, you know, when your hormones aren't there, kind of driving you to like, you know, act romantically in the correct way. The yeah. vibe is just off. Yeah, yeah, it is. Maybe that bitch had low libido. I need to stop saying bitch. That, for a gay man, that's an honorific. Okay, anyway, maybe the person <laughs> who came and visited had low libido. I don't know. Our our sexual chemistry was really good. Well, that's, that's great gay sex. Thank you for sharing. Maddie, I know you didn't have gay sex this week. I didn't. And this story is not even... It's so... The opposite of gay sex is not even straight sex. It's a straight failure. <laughs> straight failure. <laughs> so I, okay, I, my first boyfriend. Okay, I don't know if I've, if I've had Wait, this in the Wait, straight plan. failure sounds like a YouTube compilation of like people just eating, eating like dick, like on a skateboard. You know what <laughs> I mean? Most YouTube fail videos are straight fail videos. <laughs> They're all like skateboarding or like, like jumping guys, off of roofs. Yeah, exactly. Just slamming skates. their nuts into, what's that? Oh. I'm a skateboarder. Bitch. You are like very straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, that's the rub. The Therein ATV lies the stuff, rub. yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that later though. Get into your straight fail story, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so your I would... epic straight fail compilation. <laughs> Funniest straight fails. <laughs> it's the Truman Show of my life up until this point. Uh, I, okay, a little background. I dated a guy when I was in my senior year of high school. Okay, brag. I was 18. <laughs> He was a little bit older than me, not like much older. We gotta get and you on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I want some dash on the soundboard. I'm gonna record. Yeah, it's gonna be 800 an hour, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but we—he was like my first kiss, lost my virginity to him. Like I was obsessed with this guy because he was like the first dude. And then we dated for like six months, and in my head it was like six years, and then we broke up. And <laughs> we, we broke up with me at this coffee shop. Very, like, nice, yeah. you know, appropriate yeah. breakup. And then I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna get back out there. I'm, like, summer after high school now. And Oh, man, what is it about a fresh start? Like, you know what I mean? You get to summer. It's graduation. Yeah. You think you're going to be this whole new person. You really think it's going to change. Those transitions, when I, I'm doing it right now. I'm thinking, oh, when I move, when I move, all my hip pain's gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, you dumb bitch. <laughs> it's gonna be there probably worse from all the moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, continue. You're, I, feel, you're feeling confident. I'm feeling very confident. I'm like talking to this guy on, I think it was Hinge. I might've been Tinder. You were 18? I was 18. Hinge existed when you were 18. I was like 40 when Hinge came out. I know, I know. Was it Hinge? I don't know. You're on a dating app, which in and of itself, I understand that for our younger listeners, that is just your, it's like our world. your life. But for us, yeah, we didn't. I, mean, have I didn't get on until I was eighteen, my senior year of high school. Day. Yeah, what? back in my day, I had to, I had to instant message my crush. <laughs> I went to a gay club called the Saloon in Minneapolis and got finger blasted by a baby boomer. That's what we did back <laughs> in my day, man. <laughs> I had a little bit of generational overgap. I was on um, um, Google Buzz in like. A fourth grade oh my god let's, let's, google buzz yes. i would like go and like stalk this guy i liked and he would like post like it was their stuff failed about, like, attempt this song at, a, at funny. like a facebook or like a myspace type yeah, of thing did not last Wait, but it google enabled plus me to have a lot of crushes adjacent google or was that... i think it might have been on the same family google yeah plus and, yeah which oh, what no. a just flop google yeah. plus oh, sorry stick to the search engine. i have to yeah. say again this is turning into a straight podcast we've just we, first we were in call of duty <laughs> now we're talking about tech failed tech <laughs> yeah. you guys start your own guy podcast <laughs> Oh, but so, okay. Wait, so I do. I meet this guy in the dating app, and he had the same name as my ex. But I was like, "That's okay. He's like the cutest guy on here. I really like. This is fun. I'll. Uh, that's not a big deal." And then I was like, "Let's get coffee." And we 
he was like, let's go to this place. And I didn't think about it until we got there. But it was the place my ex had broken up with me. Oh, and no. we sat at the same table. He yes. was like, let's just like sit here. And now I'm like sitting at a table face to face with someone with the exact same name who I'm like, you're also kind of similar looking. Yeah. Like it was like I was recreating it like a copy yeah. of a copy. And I was like, this is so weird. And I couldn't get out of my head the whole time that I was like, just like a version from hell of the exact same experience. But then we, nothing ended up happening. We talked for like three hours and he talked about acid a lot. And then, we, <laughs> and I was like, this is horrible. And then, but then I went home and I was like, that's straight fail. Number one. That's yeah. straight By fail. Number way, one is guy a guy who talks about hours. psychedelics yeah, for and has hours. learned nothing from them. Who's you yeah. do psychedelics all the time. And you're the most boring person I've met. Uh, I this is okay, this is one of those stories that like it is a small moment, you know what I mean? It's not like that monumental of a story, but it was so um earth-shattering that it holds a big place in my life. Cuz I texted him a few days later and I was like, "Do you want to like watch a movie at your place?" <laughs> no response. First time ever like trying to hit on a person. Just no response. And I was oh. like, "Okay." But then I worked at a restaurant at the time. Man, this is another hard thing for the youth. When you ask someone out before, it was there was AIM, but there was ghosting wasn't even a thing really. You could yeah. stand yeah. someone up, but the the ghosting is a text based, mm -hmm. app based societal thing. You you had to call someone. You had to look them in the eyes and ask someone to get nothing in response. Yeah, to usually they have to be like, and they and they're oh. so young to have that happen to you. I know. But I turned out fine. I'm not having any sex and I have a lot of weird hobbies. Wait, was there an element of like, like you feel like you reclaimed the space? Like, did you go to the cafe again later and you were like, this is fine now or no? <laughs> I wish I could spend not getting laid into reclaiming the space, but I really don't feel like I did anything radical. <laughs> I, <feel> like <laughs> I do. No, I actually, I, take it back. I do love that cafe. I do love that cafe. And I, they gave me a free cookie one time when my card declined. <laughs> I was getting a chocolate chip cookie, not to brag. And my card declined and I was like, I'll just put it back. And they were like, it's on us. They were like, did you get ghosted recently? You have, I can smell it on you. <laughs> oh, is this chocolate chip cookie the only thing going in your mouth ever? <laughs> have it. <laughs> Wait, but I didn't get to the part of the story that was so. Oh, the, the, there was an. Uh, so it, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, no, no. It's okay. I thought the catastrophic moment had already happened. Well, see, that was oh, part one. Me. But then, what's really embarrassing is that I worked at a restaurant and he came in with a friend, and I, <gasps> trying to be friendly instinctually, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, "Hey," and I waved him, and oh. he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Right, you don't, you didn't, you don't want to <laughs> fuck me. Sorry." <laughs> He thinks that I was like not reading the situation, trying to salvage it, but genuinely, I was just my instinct is like I saw you someone, saw so someone. I waved, and then I just had to like, like bust tables around him as they finished their meal after I had like waved to somebody who ghosted me. How first long? time trying to have sex because you're first like boyfriend. honestly, Maddie, you are the sweetest one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Oh, thank you. That's you, so nice. you, I don't know how well you know Maddie, but Maddie expresses genuine joy for other people's like happy moments in life accomplishment no not a tinge of jealousy That's or so like sweet. how did you get that or whatever not you are just so kind so it doesn't shock me at all that this man who ghosted you <laughs> came into the restaurant you were working probably with a woman he was fucking you don't even <laughs> register it you're like oh my gosh it's so great to see you again i had such a great time let me get you a free cupcake on the house. It's so great that you're pounding that woman. <laughs> I'd love to get coffee just as friends sometimes. You're that type of person. Here's the thing. Because of that, I feel like you really like threw it down in that interaction. Like you came out with like your head held super high. Yeah, kill him with kindness yeah, for sure. You. It's like he probably felt awkward, but like whatever. You, like, you did a great job. You were nice to him. How long after that was that, by the way? That was like a couple weeks maybe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You were, were so brave, such a stiff spine in that moment. He's the asshole. He ghosted. Yeah. He, yeah. he could have had the balls to say, hey, you know, I had a good time, but romantically, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, he but he was low T. He was low T and he didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're on that like weird Twitter thing with the green lines. Like what's that like incel thing where they're... <laughs> you guys are back on male internet. And I, first of all, right I've back. never heard low T until this moment. And now I just like, I just imagined every Joe Rogan podcast episode ever with like various yeah. like low T references. Yes. Low T is a thing people say to each other on the internet. I think people do though. I feel like 
Right? What's the You're green... an expert on straight guy culture too. What's the green... <laughs> I think I think straight guys like us do say, <laughs> Are you a virgin or are you a male incel? <laughs> we'll swap we'll swap your gender every episode. No. On some episodes you're like yeah. the hall monitor and the virgin, and on other episodes you're just straight up an incel. You know why I'm not an incel? Because incels blame it on other people and I fully know that it's just because I've <laughs> it's because I've thrown myself at arts and yes. crafts. Yeah. That's why. I like do think I could get laid if I wanted to. You know what I mean? You like, so I do, could. I just hundreds is, of like, our listeners have DM Maddie to have it's to have so sex nice. with and them. And you said no to all of them? No, I just haven't responded. Oh my god, I'm the you guy. You did exactly what I'm that guy did. Are we restarting the cycle? No. <laughs> I'm absorbing the behavior of men. No. Oh my god. <laughs> but we didn't talk, and then I ghosted them. I just have not responded yet. No, nah, sounds like you're the problem. I'm so sorry. Sounds like you're it low was T. Hundreds of sounds like you're, like you're a low T little bitch. <laughs> Incel low T bitch. I know a doctor who could get you on some tea if you want to <laughs> supplement. <laughs> Wait, you know what's so interesting? This could be pseudoscience, but I think it's a real thing that you're. <laughs> Your testosterone is higher when you're like on your period. That's real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I noticed that my like fluctuating gender also, feeling. I said that so confidently. <laughs> Do- doctor listeners, write in. Please correct me if I got that wrong. I said that. I said that so confidently based on my Flow Period app that tells you what your hormones are. Where and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen a picture of the testosterone being higher around my period. Yes, <laughs> definitely. But I notice that I feel more, I like want to present mask more when I'm on my period. And I don't the know if that's problematic that to say. so funny. I know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm- <laughs> it's not problematic to say. But it, it tr- it's true. I literally feel like it goes through. Gender fluid listeners write in, do you feel most mask when you're bleeding? Let us know. I mean, because it's also, it's like blood. It's like, eh. it's yeah. like, that's part of it. It's actually a really fun way to look at it, that the period isn't feminine. It's actually masculine. Yeah. yeah. It's your body. It's, it's I mean, purging I, your womanhood. I had a joke about it. <laughs> By the way, if anybody in the comments hates what I'm bringing, let me know, bitch. I'll read the comments. No, I think that I do think it's purging you because it's yeah. literally That's like so this funny. egg. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Yes. I'm. I mean, trigger warning, but I'm binging. I'm binging and purging womanhood. I'm like going skirts, and then I'm going <laughs> get the fuck out of here, and then I'm whipping all the way back. <laughs> love, love, love. The fact that you did a trigger warning on that was so sweet. That was, was really good. nice. That was very sweet. <laughs> um, that was, uh, oh man, I was going to ask you what the green lines are. What are the green lines on Twitter? Oh, I think it's a deeply problematic, weird incel thing. The idea is like, okay, wait, can we do an example on camera? If we yeah. stand up, will we yeah, be yeah, in yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, so if you like, we actually, like, if you stand up straight. I have if, if you're like standing up straight I have horrible posture so I guess I'm a beta maybe that's why everyone thinks I'm shorter than I am I'm five foot eight nothing straight about you <laughs> please stand up straight <laughs> at least stand up bisexual <laughs> but if you if we were taking a picture and I was like stand up bisexual <laughs> if, we were, if you were standing like that and I'm standing like this they would yes. like draw a line and be yes. like oh I'm the beta because you're like they're succumbing to your will the- and so they'll like take pictures of guys who are like with their wives and they're like leaning, leaning over. into yeah, like yeah, the yeah. woman they love and they're like you're like giving up your power oh. it seems it's deeply like dangerous the, the miso- like a horrible like, section the of the misogynistic I, I, I really do if I started a second podcast it would be a character podcast of one of those guys because it's just fascinating to me the the level of misogyny that I mean like isn't it exhausting for them not to be able to bend over a little bit like to just lean it's you can't lean like they they're not allowed to cry now they can't lean in a photo they don't need to the gamer chairs stand straight up in the back yes. and I was gonna say if you want to research those men get on Xbox live with me immediately I will put you in touch <laughs> no it's very actually sad and disturbing how do we get on that I don't know uh, another call slide into Maddie's DMs yeah they need to get laid um, immediately. Immediately. Like, so that I can keep my job here. Like, I need to fuck <laughs> to keep up with the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I need to fuck to keep up with the podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know how this thing is still. People, someone wrote a great review. Someone wrote a very kind review. They were like, best podcast of all time. I was like, I can't believe for over two years I've been telling my gay sex stories. And it's still good. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Maybe this week will be the week that they're like, Ashley, you made a girl deeply uncomfortable and she <laughs> ran out of your apartment. You have to stop telling these stories. This is one of the worst podcasts of all yeah. time. Heel turn, bitch. Um, butt plugs. What are you working on? Where can people find you? Oh, yeah. Any so, tour dates or anything like that? No, but um, 
you know, in terms of shows that I'm hosting, I have a few in the fall. The one that's big, New York Comedy Festival. Um, we're hosting Thanks But No Thanksgiving. Uh, me and my friends, Tyler Claire and Brian Bahi. Who oh, I love Brian. He's on. done oh, the podcast yeah. twice. Well, yeah, he's great. Um, I think so he and I, twice. or the two of them and I, uh, are going to be hosting at Union Hall. And I actually forget the date. So you're going to have to Google it, bitch. Good <laughs> luck, listeners. <laughs> uh, so come to that. Also, watch Rutherford Falls on Peacock, now streaming. I do make, I wrote the finale. I also make an appearance. <gasps> oh my gosh. Uh, you wrote the, yeah, wrote the finale? That's insane. That's so we cool. Love. That's so cool. We got writing credit. You like write all of them and then you also don't write all of them. You get it. Yeah. 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 Writing works. Um, yeah. So feel, you know, feel free to kind of indulge in that show on Peacock. Um, message me on Twitter, Instagram. I forget what are my handles on that. Instagram is Disturbia2007film. And. <laughs> Uh, Twitter is Cocoa official. Cocoa spelled like the Pocahontas character, the 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 guy in it who's straight. <laughs> Why Disturbia? I for some reason I've seen that movie over a hundred times. I do like the movie. I yeah, it's an amazing movie. I, it started as a bit when I was in like the ninth grade, and I had like a DVD, and we watched it. Like I watched it like four times in the theater just because we were bored. Like that spring summer, it came out April fifteenth, two thousand seven, and then <laughs> we saw it like four times in theaters. That's also back when movies were in theaters for a long time. And then after that, we watched it like yeah, three times yeah. in DVD, and I was like, I guess it's a bit now, and I've now seen it like over a hundred times. And and you feel that for your career? Yeah, I think it's really important that I I tack my career onto a 2007 horror film that actually nobody has watched in probably over a decade. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it when it came out. I remember liking, liking it. Maybe I'll take that back now. Maddie, you want to plug anything? Uh, at Maddie Tweener on Instagram. And let's get, Matt, let's get Maddie's count up, okay? Oh, thank you. Let's get, let's get you're at 10K. Let's I think I'm at 11.6 now. Are you really? Yeah. I can't take credit because your episodes aren't out yet. I truly don't know what happened. Did you go viral? No. Did your wait? No, that's not true. I had one. I had one clip. It didn't go viral, but it did. Like okay. Well, how did it do? I, I honestly don't remember. It was like in the double thousands. Nah, it doesn't. You know make what? Sense. It was, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what? Maybe not I was just giving com- out good vibes that day. Set? It might have been the Comedy Central. They reposted it on Facebook. That's what it was. There you go. That's probably what it was. Um, <laughs> all right, I think we're done. Right. Oh my plugs! Shut up! Shut up, Alex! Shut your fucking mouth, listener! I am zoom zoom zoom. I am going. I'm, miss, I'm missing my. I'm mixing my YouTube personality and my podcast personality. Bottom Nation. I'm going on tour. Wait, should I bring out the merch? No, I'll do it in the. I'll do it in the. There's merch. There's tour stuff. Just go to AshleyGavin.com. Sign up for my text list. Patreon.com/slash/whgs. <laughs> really nice delivery there. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we have a new staff member who. Look, I ran out of gay thoughts. I'm. I'm not. All my gay thoughts, I have to I have to recoup some energy for the gay thought. So this week we have my new executive assistant, creative consultant, magic person, Sydney, who will be doing her gay thought. Come on over, Sydney. I tried to applaud on the soundboard wow. and it didn't work. Wow. New staff member, Sydney. Into the mic. Hello. Sydney's going to share her gay thought. Oh, I guess you should, like, introduce yourself. Yeah, probably. Okay, hi, I'm Sydney. I'm Ashley's executive assistant. Um, and I love her That cats. makes me an executive. And I love her cats. My gay thought is that I've been thinking about the differences between platonic love and romantic love and what the actual difference is, like, tangible that you can say in a sentence difference is between those two things besides just like that you have sex with the other person and not your friend well i don't i don't say i love you to my friends very much i really yeah a couple of them but not like my most of my friends are straight men oh well i say i love you to my friends all the time my close friends i sometimes so you're saying what can you say to your friend besides i love you well like what what makes those type those feelings different? Because you don't love your romantic partner the same way that you love a friend. But what actually, how in your brain you see those two things as, diff- as different, but how do you actually describe the differences besides the sex part? Right. I think for me it's like, oh, when I wreck my life for this person. That's a good difference. <laughs> not That was oh, kind of a bit, but also not.
All right. Thank you, Sydney. That was actually very thoughtful. That's more thoughtful than anything I've ever said. Okay. Have a good week, everybody.